and welcome to the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host, Nat, and I am here with Gab and G for this episode of the show. It was the week of the upset as several division leaders were toppled on Sunday. Should any of these teams be concerned long-term about their performance? We will discuss. We'll also give our predictions as to who wins the OBJ sweepstakes, week 10 starts and sits, as well as our listener league recap. Today is November 11, 2021, and this is the 39th episode of the show. And shout out to Max Grillo. Guys, um, I'm sorry to disappoint from the 38th episode. I had a lot of starts and sits that week, and most of them got hurt. So you can call me the Grim Reaper on that one because Tua got hurt, Vontae got hurt, Kyler Maria had as a sit because I thought he might be playing while hurt. He just was completely gone. And uh, I feel like I jinxed everyone there. And that's kind of what led to the week happening. Dude, honestly, it was a bad week for, I think, all of us. All of our guesses were horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I said Jordan Love, and uh, I mean, I think we saw it happen. Did not work, unfortunately. But, you know, new week, new time for predictions. We put a lot of effort into these ones. Hopefully it works out for the best. But um, first, we're going to do our Sleeper League recap. Dylan is unfortunately not here today. So does anyone else want to do the recap? Have you ever? Have you even ever done it yet? Uh, I did it, I think, the first week. The very first one. See, I did run it back. All right. All right. Sounds good. So I'm going to start off with my uh, matchup against Team Simple Jack 510, who is asleep at the wheel, obviously, because he started Russell Wilson, as well as a couple players on bye. So I beat him handedly, 108 to 57. Next, we have <laughs> Herbert Sherbert, Nando. He is coming back, guys. He's surging because he just demolished Team Bali Dogs, 151 to 82. And I know, Bali Dogs, you feel a little bit upset about your management, but you really can't do anything against that kind of performance. It won't last. It was only the Patriots D, bro. That was cap. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Nando, Nando is in contention, guys. He's creeping towards the playoffs here. Next, we have the one they collude against, Gav. And unfortunately, <laughs> he fell against... I'm uh, falling. My buddy Brian. I'm to, falling, boys. <laughs> you see, as he stands, 3469, 129.442, 77.8. Um, any explanation for what happened? No. No. Piss off all of you guys in this league. I hate you. Colluding against me. <laughs> Excellent. So, next we have Certified Charger Boy with a score of 153.54 to McYoung Boy lost 120. Point zero four. Sorry for mispronouncing your name earlier. I don't know who said it, but someone said MC Youngboy last week. I think, I think it was. I think it was Dylan. Okay. Okay. We gotta make sure he, <laughs> he knows Dylan next time. Give him his cool, yeah. <laughs> give, give him his, the correct props, bro. Yeah. It's always Youngboy. I don't know okay, if he says but MC. he lost anyway. So it doesn't exactly. Matter. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> so uh, okay, then we have CDs nuts in your face. G uh, <laughs> destroying Andrew MCW ninety eight. Um, that's good with a score of 116.9 to 78.82. There's a lot of low scoring affairs in this one. A lot of people in It was 70s. a rough week this week, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. I think it's just because people, you know, started a lot of the favorite players, you know, like Josh Allen's and the, you know, all those type of guys. Manning brothers. I knew I hated the Manning brothers for a reason. <laughs> Other than all oh, the I think you hate them for other reasons. Yeah. Because their foreheads are bigger than the field. 
that they play on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe. That's fair. Fair enough. All right. And finally, we have our residential first place, Victor, Team Dylan, Brockhampton, beating the residential low life of the group, uh, Vivek, <laughs> with a score of 119.68 to 79.36. So, yeah, Dylan's still in the lead in the standings, but I am right next to him now in, with the record of 6-3. and three. He's 8-1. and one. Andrew MCW is 6-3 and three as well. Got four people at 5-4, and four, McYoungboy. Certified Charger Boy, CD's Nuts, UCSC Stan. Nando is in the playoffs as of now at the eighth spot with four and five. Bali Dogs is right out at four and five as well. And the one they collude against, Simple Jack and Viv, are uh, all out right now. Woohoo! <laughs> I get to but, enjoy the football games. Yeah, but the thing is, right a minute after the uh, before we started recording, G and V have actually made a trade. So um, it's a big one. Breaking. It may it may shake up this league completely. So we'll see what happens. So uh, why don't you guys explain what went down in this trade? Okay, so um, let's just be real. I've given up. Okay, life is meaningless. Uh, chocolate doesn't taste the same anymore. Flowers are no longer blooming, and the Patriots are still um, sucking. They're not where I want them to be, and so I decided to make a trade with G. Okay. Uh, I didn't really care. I'll ship away all my guys. Kyler Murray, Mike Williams, goodbye, people. Um, and I- I'm walking him back at the GOAT, Tom Brady. I love you, BB. Okay. Uh, Mike Davis is also joining the um, the Motley crew. Okay. Whatever. Neckbeard, dude. Welcome, Mike Davis. And uh, also, I love Mike Su- or Cortland Sutton. He's part of the deal, too. So welcome. All three of you hooligans. We're, we're taking for next season. So hoorah. I don't think there's yeah, a tanking sure. mechanism here, but uh, <laughs> hey, my team got significantly better in my opinion. You know, I just needed the next push to get to the you know playoffs, and I'm in the sixth seed right now. And they got a game against I think his name is UCSC Ram or something like that. Stan, Stan, yeah, there you oh, go. Stan, yeah, USC, USC, oh, oh USC, yeah. what a bum! Never mind, let's. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's a bum, but it's okay. He must just uh, be rich or something in, like, film. Yeah, I got Kill coming back, too. It, it's a good it week for me. monstrous. Yeah. I mean, congratulations, me. dude. Go and uh, win the chip with my uh, people. I don't really – I've given up. As, as I said, honestly, gray is the new um, green and black – or green. It's just the new rainbow for me, gray. All I see is gray. <laughs> Um, football is no longer fun to watch. Um, I no longer root for the Patriots. I were, I root for uh, the um. I told you about the receivers sparks. last week, didn't I? <laughs> the Sparks. <laughs> I, I I like the uh, the Sparks, the ba- the women's basketball team. Either way, you know. Does my I, team I like- get better? Yes, because I don't have Mike Williams, that bum from the Chargers. You got a different bum. I thought I thought it was breakout Mike, man. Breakout Mike, I'm talking about acne, bro. That's... Mm-hmm. So, uh, later. Get out of here. I didn't want you anyway. <laughs> Vindication. All right. <laughs> I find it really weird, by the way, that, you know, the Panthers and Patriots faced off, and I did not hear anything between you and Nando. That was that was a new one. That's because <laughs> me and Nando are both depressed. I told you, dude. This is, <laughs> this is, this is awful, okay? There's no love, okay? Besides... 
you know, I'll just do it right here on record, dude. Second, yeah. Nando. The Panthers got whooped. You guys <laughs> scored only six points, bro. That's more. Honestly, the way that the game went is exactly how uh, Madden would go against me and him now. Wow. Even though he uh, is a hit-sticking bum. Uh, I played with Nando before, and I can attest to that. Yeah, he, he's a disgusting hit sticker. Okay. No skill. <laughs> no skill. Sam Darnold, man. What happened? I don't know. It's because. Uh, I'm going to answer that question. All right. It's because McCaffrey wasn't there. Well, he's not completely there yet. Nah, Even though he scored. Sam Darnold's not completely there there either, you know, like in the head. That's true. He might have seen ghosts. He's still seen ghosts. It's PTSD. No, it's also the Patriots. Let's, let's not forget. Okay. It's the exactly. Patriots. Patriots have always made them look like. Let's that. be let's be real though. They're still con- like I would still con- consider Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold a rookie just because of how he how what he had to go through doing? with the Jets. Uh, <laughs> he I don't know about that one. Jets. Okay, he's still this a rookie. Fourth year. No, he was with he's the only like twenty two. When you're in the Jets, when you're in the Jets, dude, it's like time flies. Like you, you're like still, you, you're lifeless. You don't even exist in the NFL. Well, Mike White. Obviously, is uh, the next. Well, oh, I didn't know they won, and, but uh, you know. Either way, we're gonna we're gonna move on from that one here, and we're gonna go into some news of surrounding the league. Like I said before, week nine was the week of the upset. Several division leaders fell in surprising upsets. We had the Buffalo Bills losing nine to six to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Let's go! Yeah, Josh Allen owned Josh Allen, and. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys beat the uh, lost to the Denver Broncos in what was a shutout for the majority of the game, just super surprising. And then the Cowboys got some garbage time points to make it look a little bit better. And then the Bengals, who everyone was crowning the division winners after beating the Ravens, they've lost two straight now to the Jets as well as the Browns without um, OBJ, which we'll get to later. So. Out of these two teams right now, which do you feel like is the most concerning um, loss to their like playoff chances, contending chances whatsoever? In my opinion, it's the Cowboys because I still believe the Bills and the Cowboys are most likely going to make the playoffs, and the Bengals still, for the most part, are like a contender for the playoffs. So overall, I don't think this week will like impact like the overall season that they're having. But I think the Cowboys got exposed in the sense that I think they, you know, were kind of like feeling like they were unstoppable in a sense, you know, every week they just came out and, you know, the different player or different person for them, you know, would go crazy and they'd have these great, you know, wild games and Trayvon Diggs was getting all these picks and stuff. But this week, and it's, you know, happened to be the Broncos, the most random team too. Like they were exposed of their run defense, which was, I think, rated to top, two or three in the NFL. And it was interesting to see that they, you know, gave up so many yards to Melvin Gordon and Javante, which is, I think, a real sign of weakness. And I think not many other teams are going to start, you know, targeting that too. So especially now and later, later down the line when you have playing more better teams and playoff teams, and you know, they're going to come back and look at this week. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I, I had to watch the majority of that game because it was stuck on my uh, TV until they switched me to a more competitive game. And it it just looked like they weren't in sync for the majority of the game. It I feel like it was more based on the, you know, offense of the Cowboys, because if you don't score any points for, like, 
three and a half quarters, you're not going to win games. That's just how it is. And maybe they're just out of rhythm or something because Dak took um, two weeks off. So they couldn't see the practice, like they didn't practice together or whatever. But at the same time, yeah, that, like, I, I feel like um, opponents going to use that as a game plan moving forward. I would say right now, I think it's the Bengals because everyone is talking, you know, oh, the Bengals are going to rise. You know, Zach Taylor is actually an offensive genius again. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are working. And all of a sudden, you know, they lost two straight to the Jets, which is just an embarrassment, first of all, on its own with a backup quarterback. All of that is just wrong. But now you lose to the Browns, which is your division rival. It's going to be a big game, you know, and you could legitimately see three, four AFC North teams make it to the playoffs. Maybe we'll see. But I think that more concerning part of it is that the factor of how they're losing these games, because they lost in a blowout to the Browns. They barely lost to the Jets. But if you look at the trends right now, Joe Burrow is throwing an inordinate amount of picks right now. And it's a little bit concerning as well as they're trying to take away Jamar Chase. And I think teams are game, starting to game plan around Jamar Chase and just making sure that you know, they don't give up the deep bump to Jamar Chase and just make Joe Burrow kind of just dink and dunk. And they're trying to take away that explosive Cincinnati offense. And when that's happened, they've lost, right? Like the first, like the three games that they were in, right? You have the Lions where they um, Chase had 97 yards. They won, obviously. The Ravens, he scored 201 yards, um, and they beat the Ravens in that statement win. But then against the Jets and the Browns, they had, he had only 32 yards, 49 yards. So when they're taking away Chase, it's clear like that offense isn't clicking as much. And we kind of saw it that day. And plus, Nick Chubb just completely just destroyed them on the ground. So I don't know what's going on, but it seems like with the Bengals, it feels like a longer trend taking place. And it's just little bit fragile for them right now because it seems like we crowned them a little too early and now everyone's going to be coming after them no do we already knew what the Bengals were but it's really the cowboys that i was more surprised of and i feel like that this is a really statement loss for them because they lost against the broncos who just lost von miller too so it's just it was just weird like everyone expected like yeah so you would think that they would have an edge over them because such von miller such a great person yeah and they also had Dak back, so, you know, I don't That's know. Right. But I think that kind of led to a little bit of it. I don't think Dak was supposed to be back. I feel yeah. like they should have kept them out, you know. But that's the way they were going to go out there and play, you know. Might as well just kind of Cooper Rush out there, you know. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have, dude, honestly. I mean, Feel they bad. could have heard Dak and then played like shit, you know. So what was it? What have been the point? They should have taken him out as soon as they, like, they started down, like, down 24 out, like, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like after the after they went down like sixteen, or like even at like, why well, would have taken about sixteen? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That's like the second half. Yeah. They weren't even getting first downs or anything. Yeah, they were stifled, bro. Yeah, because yeah, like, even with the Bills and stuff, I feel like they still outgained the Jaguars. They still won the turnover battle, stuff like that. Like, did uh, they win they, the turnover can, battle? No, not the turnover they, battle. Yeah. Sorry. Like I mean, uh, yeah, but they still have more out yarded them and stuff, but. I still think, like, you know, there's still, like, signs of concern in Buffalo, but, like, I don't think, like, in comparison to the Cowboys or the Bengals that they're the most concerning. Yeah, I mean, everyone has a trap game. And I think the biggest thing is that 
that one was on the road. I don't know if that the Bengals game, the Bengals game was also at home. So both Cowboys and Bengals games are at home. Bills are on the road. You could see how it happened. And then the Jaguars, uh, I mean, it is still the Jaguars. You shouldn't do that. But yeah, I, I don't really have concerns about the Bills because I think that they are more complete and they can bounce back. They, we've seen that they're contenders before. Whereas the Cowboys and Bengals, they are still trying to establish themselves, I think, as a winning teams. But we're going to move on from that. We're going to talk about the other team from Ohio, the Cleveland Browns, and their recently released wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. We talked about it briefly last episode. I think at that point, we didn't say – they didn't say he was going to be released. So it seems like our predictions were correct. He is no longer a Cleveland Brown, and he just cleared waivers today. He is expected to sign with the team that is, quote, with a good quarterback as well as a winning team. So that really leaves only a couple options here. And um, only a couple teams are going to have the probably money. Seahawks. 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 <laughs> no. Either I way, want... uh, where where do you predict him going? Seahawks. Seahawks. I guess you could start it off, Gav. <laughs> Seahawks. Dude, honestly... For fantasy purposes, I hope it's anywhere uh, where, like, you know, they're, they're, like, contenders. Like, oh, oh, man, if – I don't know if the Ravens are possible, but they would – I would like to see him on the Ravens. That would just push them over the edge for me in terms like of, like, Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, a Super Bowl team. That would be a Super Bowl team there. If he can yeah. just put his pride aside and, like, take a little cut. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to do something like that. That's why but, I think he's going to go play with Mr – Pride himself and Mr. Immunized Aaron Rodgers. No, that'd be disgusting, dude. That'd be the stupid. I think, I think it just, I think if Green Bay, you know, you're going to have Rodgers probably this is last season, anyways, you know, might as well just get him the last guy he wants and say, dude, go win that ring for us, you know, like this is your year because after this year, you and all your buddies are going to be out of here, right? Because that's basically what's going to happen. So, dude, they might still as well just. Lose. They still lose. I mean, they probably still will. I mean, yeah, probably any team that OBJ is going to lose. The Packers, they suck. Yeah. But, like, if I was being real, though, if I wanted the best for OBJ, it'd be a team where the team is above himself, where the establishment is more important than, like, the individual players. And so I would, like, be, the, like, the Rams, right, would be okay with me. But that it wouldn't make any sense. And, the, I mean, really, I'm just going to get to my point. I want him to be on the Patriots because that's where I feel like he would shine, you know, because then they, they would force him to put away his pride and it'd just be about the team and he can finally focus on football. You think that's going to happen? No, but I, I, I wish it would, you know. That's a fair point. Yeah, right. Normally, I wish it would. Normally I would say that you're being a homer, but I would say that the Patriots are the best – fit for him in terms of culture as well as they need a wide receiver one as well yeah, as so many targets they have, they, have, they have a winning record five and four but it still works like it's it's still it's a tough. competitive team you yeah. know exactly yeah. what he wants it's just whether he likes mac jones that's the thing like no, he wants whether, to see, quarterback. see that's, that's i don't know the i don't know if he respects mac jones enough to where he'd want to play on that team or you know i think he'll have that respect for Bill obj Belichick. doesn't respect any team okay he doesn't respect any other quarterback other than Tom Brady. There's no way. He respects Jimmy Aaron Garoppolo. Rogers. 
Shut up. Okay. Oh my God. Both of <laughs> okay. you. Aaron Rodgers is a, is a wash. He, Tom Brady did the long hair better than Aaron. Okay. And right. Jimmy G right. is. is I, don't, I don't see how that's relevant, but okay. No, it, it's yeah. a, it's 100% does that have relevant. to do with anything? I just had to, I just <laughs> had to take a jab at him. <laughs> uh, uh, if well, we're really, really going to talk about it, then Big Ben really rocked the mullet better than both of them. Okay, no. Wait, okay. I don't. I can't even remember that. You know what's Maybe crazy? Like we don't even seven. Jimmy G has <laughs> never had long hair, so it doesn't really matter. Exactly. You know, he would yeah. win. Not if a quarterback. He had, if, he, if he had long hair in the Super Bowl, he wouldn't have overthrown Manuel Sanders. If yeah, he had long real. hair in the Super if he had long hair ever, 95% of all women already like Jimmy Garoppolo. If he already <laughs> that's a, had that's long a, hair, that's, a, that's not a fact. 100%. That's, that's not a fact. fact. That's a that's delusion. It's a complete fact. Girls like, girls like quarterbacks throw the ball down the field. You can yeah. Jimmy Jimmy throws it high and wide all the time, but you know you can't you can't fault him for his looks. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, let's talk. Jimmy's back. either Jimmy. throwing Jimmy's overthrowing or underthrowing. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's Big Ben Lamel. Hey, we have. I was I was laughing. You guys. I was laughing so hard when he took that read option, right? People don't respect Mo Ben. I was like, "Why'd he take the read option?" <laughs> it just makes the most sense, bro. What if that's what he's gonna do? He used to take the read option so much. Like last week, they called the last week on a two point conversion. They called the QB draw. It was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, but low key, dude, the Bears got robbed. Don't even cap. All right. Anyways, so for our next okay, segment, okay, okay, okay. moving on. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, I, I, I just want to say, I think it goes Green Bay. That's just, that's just what yeah. I feel. Yeah, Odell <laughs> and Aaron. It feels like a head case. Yeah, it just seems cases. like it's meant That'd to be, be disgusting, dude. Ravens, go to the Ravens. That's too logical. It's too logical. <laughs> too logical. That mean, yeah. And I know how NFL people work, and they never do anything logically. No, if, no way. If New Orleans had Jameis, I would think he might go to New Orleans. That's if, 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 but no, he has tasted yeah. Trevor. If Jameis was healthy, I think sitting New Orleans would have got him. Yeah. If I was thinking from a fantasy point, go to the Lions, dude. You know, just get take all the targets. Who cares? Oh God, okay. Go, no just do it from. Please me. go to the Raiders. I would love to see that. Oh, oh, that, that would that's no, no, I no. His career like would end, dude. You know what happens when people go to the Raiders? Do they end up turning yeah, into like they freeze their feet off? <laughs> freeze their feet off? They want to shoot somebody on camera? Something's wrong they, with them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's Las Vegas, man. It's just something. Okay. Something happened. You gotta come back to Oakland. Yeah. yeah, come back. Next. Come back. We'll <laughs> you can have the stadium because the A's are leaving. But it's true. Yeah. All, all right. right, week ten starts and sits. That's uh, Bears, Bengals, Giants, Texans are all on by. And uh, okay, let's go with our quarterbacks. I will start first. I will go Carson Wentz versus the Jaguars. Carson Wentz has been killing it ever since I told you to bench him against the Niners. And now he's gonna get stuck. You Josh sure Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's. I, you know, that type of quarterback doesn't work against the, the Jaguars. You need a strong pocket presence like Carson Wentz. Like a Tom but, Brady. You know, he's a complete Iron Man. He does his thing. Um, and, you know, he's had some pretty impressive sat lines so far. He did well against the Niners, even in terrible conditions. Everyone he, does get against the Niners. That's unfortunately true. <laughs> I could probably yeah. throw on those cornerbacks. God, that, it wasn't okay, even the cornerbacks this time. It was James fucking Connor shitting all over us. Dude, James Connor. Oh, wait. Well, let me just save it, but go ahead. Uh, what? What was that? Nothing. 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 Okay, I okay. kind of spoiled it. 
Anyway, either way, on. either way, uh, he did well against the Titans, as well as you know, he completely he had a masterpiece against the Jets, and you know, it's obviously the Jets, but still, I think against the Jaguars, they're gonna be really high on this win. And the last time they were really high on their other singular win in London, they fell completely flat on their face against the Seahawks with Geno Smith as their quarterback. And I'm just saying, I think Carson Wentz is a lot better than Geno Smith. I would definitely be able to stream Carson Wentz. If you are streaming Carson Wentz recently and you had him in the Jets game, I'd continue to stream him against the Jaguars. Okay. I guess I'll go, I'll go next. You know, my pick's going to be... I don't know if I want to change it up right away, but you know what? Let me do change it. Let me change it right now, dude. I'm going to go Mighty Ice, bro, against the Cowboys, dude. And it's just because of, uh, I think, I think Matt Ryan was Matt Ryan killed it last week against the, uh, the Saints. He, he had three, a rushing three, touchdown. And a, yeah, rushing touchdown, three forty-three yards, two two regular throwing passing touchdowns. You know, and it's against the boys, dude. They suck. I I, I was hyping them up their defense up last week, but. Yo, they got mad exposed, bruh. So, you know, I, I I've always looked for Manny Ice to, uh, you know, come and come and win me games. You know, he's the he's the legendary streamer, garbage time. So regardless if he's winning, if he's getting you points because he, they're so far behind, or it's because he's actually playing good. You know, those gem gem games. You know, Maddie's always going to be there for you, right, Matt? You share this. You 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 share the same name, so. Yep, we're, Matt squared, we're Matt squared. And, Matt uh, squared. Yep. Matt Ryan's the king of garbage time. Love him for that. Because he gets yeah. you empty calories, but that doesn't matter in fantasy. Yeah. It's fantasy, okay? Logic Logic is transcended. Yeah. Great words by we have there. You're welcome. But my pick uh, for this week's quarterback isn't really a streamable quarterback, but it's just a, you know, I haven't been this excited for a player to come back off IR. I don't know, but you know it's been a while. But Russell Wilson, he's coming back this week, Oof. and uh, I couldn't Somebody, be more excited. Somebody's been and, listening too much Ciara and uh, watched that video that he put out. Yeah, I definitely did. You know, I mean, I got him in a few leagues, so you know, I'm more than excited for him to, you know, be back. And yeah, he's going to be leading my team. And I know all the people out there that own Russell Wilson have had him on their IR or been waiting for him to come back. You know, held that extra roster space. This is the week that we've been waiting for. He is finally back. Russell Wilson will lead everybody, the Seahawks included, to their playoffs and go far. I don't know about in real life, but then we will at least in fantasy football. So, you know, if you have an option somehow, I would, you know, buy very low on Russell Wilson right now. And I think you'll, you know, have him as a great quarterback if that's possible, you know. So Russell Wilson's my guy. I can't speak on it, but, you know, that video did get me hyped too. Is is almost as good as a, a Tom Brady uh, hype video, but you know, I didn't watch the video. Okay. I don't watch garbage quarterback videos. Well, then, oh, how are you following Jimmy? I have to watch him live. <laughs> I have to watch him live. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Right, you just well, have to guess... you have to open your eyes and make Matt watch it. So, yeah, I guess I'll start off with running backs this week. Or yeah. this one, uh, I went last with quarterback. Really tough, man, yeah, this yeah, is tough. These are some hard picks, but, you know, I'm going to go for uh, what Gav went for, but the garbage time points. And I'm going to go with Ty Johnson against the Bills. Bills just, you know, had maybe the biggest upset of the season, biggest egg. And, like, you know, probably they're probably the season he'll have against the Jaguars and put up six points. Yeah, that's horrible. 
they're, you know, they're going to come out against the Jets and, you know, try to put up one of those dominating Bills performance where they win 45-0 or something. And if something like that happens, I think Ty Johnson's going to be getting a lot of checkdowns and a lot of garbage time, you know, move the chains just on a little, you know, screen or, or something like that. You know, you guys know what I mean. And, he, and if you look at his, you know, last yeah. few weeks, it's been double digits almost for like five, six weeks straight now. So, you know, that's consistency. I know it's the Jets and people don't want to start the Jets running back, but hey, that's fantasy points just sitting there yeah. for most people in every league because well, he's still available. We're just it's trying like to a, get you points, you know? Yeah. It's like a beta version of J.D. McKissick. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, following in the same fashion, if the same order, I'll go in the middle. Um, so... So the pick, the player that I have, he's probably not streaming. So I'll give you guys like a a, a stream or two after this. But I just want to give a start of the week, and it, it, should, it might be following the hype. But uh, you know, my start of the week is James Conner versus the Panthers, and um, you, you, we it's it's his it's Renaissance, dude. He's having he's having a career. He's like I don't even know how to explain it. It's just him right now. Okay, he's on a different world right now. I think he's leading the NFL now, running backs in touchdowns after his, his splendid yeah, performance yes. this past week. Jesus Christ. Matt really cursed him to have a good season because he yeah. said he was going to garbage in the beginning. Oh, Three touchdowns? That. Are you kidding me? On I don't know how many years. It's more than 100, like 77 receiving yards. And is it 100 rushing yards? I don't remember, but. Jesus Christ. And it's against the, the Niners, dude. We, who I know we dog their defense all the time, but come on. James Connors has another level against this defense. And the Panthers isn't any better. I don't know if um what's his name? I don't even want to remember his name, to be honest. Gilmore, but you know, that won't stop him. He sucks. But if you want to get a if you want to get a good stream in there, I don't know if everyone has him. I know um in some of my leagues, I'm trying to pick him up. Devontae Freeman. Um, I would stream him against the Dolphins. Even though the Dolphins are pretty good against the rush. I mean, it's a Thursday game and it's always going to be high scoring. You know, anything can happen. And um, last week, I think he was a, he was having, a, he, he had like, what was it, like 12 points. So if you just need some points, need some streams, it's a Thursday night game. You can never go wrong with those. No Le'Veon Bell? Nah, bro. Le'Veon Bell. He did me dirty last season. I kept him on my roster for so long. I still think he's a tremendous talent. And, uh, Shut up, dude. <laughs> he used to say that he was a tremendous talent for anybody in the podcast that doesn't know. Yes, Matt I, was, I always okay. said that he was a tremendous talent and great player, even though everyone told me he was trash. And uh, Literally everyone. <laughs> yeah, and he but, put up know, three points in championship week. Devontae Freeman is the, a tremendous talent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is the only year I didn't draft James Conner. <laughs> and he goes off. And you, dream, you, you, you drafted the wrong James is what happened. Which one? James You the drafted Flames? James the Flames. James and he gets the for Flames. You. James Conner. You know James, James Conner and he goes off. He'll be coming back soon. Either way. He's to die again. <laughs> James Robinson cannot die. He's only reborn, which was yeah. stronger. He's a phoenix. More powerful running back. Harry Potter. Either way, I'm going to go with Javante Williams against the Eagles. If you watch the tape against the Cowboys, man, that guy is untackable. He is trucking dudes. He's, he, 
bites for he's every nasty. Like, he's angry. Like he, yeah. but it, it's dangerous. It looks like he's gonna get hurt. Yeah, but I'm gonna bet against that because they are splitting the carries with Melvin Gordon. Obviously, like it's weird because they split it 50-50, and we thought that in starting at the later half of the season, maybe things were starting to not look the in Denver's favor, and it kind of looks like that was the case. They would start to go towards Javante Williams more to develop him and uh, put Melvin on the sidelines, but they're still splitting the carries 50-50. I just feel like you can start either one of those guys, but I would rather, like, if you have Javante, you have to start him every week now because of just how incredible he's been performing lately, and it seems like he's finally broken up. I feel like that bronze game was, like, the first game he was able to really kind of just show the kind of player he was and now he's only continuing to get better and against an Eagles defense that is just terrible against the run lately I would completely start him because I think that Denver this is one of the games that again like Dallas they're able to get up they're going to run the ball on you and they're good at running the ball so if you have a team that's bad against defense on run defense they're going to probably get scored on and they're probably not going to be um, like the Broncos are going to be in the lead. You should start Javante Williams because he's going to get a lot of carries no matter what. Yeah, the receipt, the the um the passing defense for the Eagles is good too. So you know, yeah, it'd be safer to run it. Exactly. All right. Um, okay. Snake draft orders. So I'm going to yeah, go you're doing first. It. So Michael Pittman versus the Jaguars. I'm going to stack the Colts together because again, the philosophy works. If I'm going to pick the quarterback of the, you know of the team that I think that is going to have the most passing yards. Like, I think Carson Wentz is going to have himself a game. I think Michael Pittman is going to do well. Honestly, start all your Colts, because I think that's fine. Start all your Colts. Are you really going to sit Jonathan Taylor? No. I'm going to sit so, T.Y. Hilton and probably and all the other Colts. Yeah, everyone else. Got Mo Alley Cox. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that guy's a, a mystery. Yeah. Either way, Pittman is starting to break out just like Javante Williams was. He's a second-year player, but he is putting up, again, very impressive stats. He destroyed my Niners, and I'll <laughs> always remember him for that. And it seems like he's the number one option now because, you know, D.Y. Hilton is, you know, always injured, and there's no one else really stepping it up. I think Zach Pascal got hurt or something. He's not there. And um, there's another guy, Paris Campbell. I don't think he's relevant at this moment, but it's clear that, you know, Pittman's his guy um, as his primary target and well, as well as his red zone target. He had two touchdowns against the Titans, one against the Niners, one against the Jets. I see him as getting another touchdown. He's going to stay consistent. Okay. Following the snake draft. Um, really, I'm just trying to edge my guy to the finish line because I need him to. You know, I, once again, I start off the um, podcast pretty dark. You know, I'm going to run a rough place. Because of fantasy, you know, Jesus, it's it's been rough. But um, I'm starting Debo Samuels this week versus the Rams. Okay, and it's probably it's mostly because Debo I feel like is more of the wide receiver one, even though uh, Ayuk had a good good um good game last week. The missing person's back, baby. Yeah, he's, miss, he's back. back. And so the fact that he's back means that um, uh, he's not going to be. He's not. He's back, but he's not back. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Jalen Ramsey is going to be shadowing Ayuk because Ayuk is more scary. You know, I don't know like, about that. Yes, no, trust me. He's more scary than Debo. He's more scary than Debo. shadow Ayuk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. You could have no, said Kittle, which I would have understood. 
No, Kittle is guard. No, Kittle had a he got lucky last week. Okay, don't even cap it. Yeah, and it's against the Cardinals. Okay, it's against the Cardinals. All right, buddy. Listen, if anybody was wondering, let me reiterate or not this week, well, Gav's got us covered. Yeah, I said, let me let me reiterate. Okay, Debo Samuels, I need you to have a good game. So let me just put you over. Okay, the top. Luckily for you, Debo. Like the odds are in your favor because Debo loves to play against the Rams. I'll just I know he does. Debo kills the Rams because I don't know what they do, but at the risk of jinxing it, you know, I would agree with that just because of that. But you know, you're always gonna you're always gonna start Debo now, and uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna give you know the audience a receiver that's actually gonna be on the waiver wire. Um, You know, my guy again, back to back weeks here. Rashad Bateman, you know, I Jesus, said last dude, week, come on, come I said on. Last week was going to be his breakout week, but I didn't know that the week after they were going to play on Thursday night. You know what <laughs> happens on Thursday night? This, this guy, is, this guy always picks one start for Thursday night, and it always works somehow. It I just don't know works what the somehow. Fuck he picked Zach Ertz against the Bucks, I think, and then the mm-hmm. Ernest. Uh, and then you yeah, had uh, Michael Carter. It's and then I had I had Michael Carter, and then that was a nice one. Oh my god! Well, Michael Carter's a starting running back. Okay, so that was just really that weird. was before he got thirty points. So that was, but still, he's a starting running back. But it's a Thursday night game. That's yeah, what but I'm if saying. people want to join me, that's all I'm saying is well, just start with Shot Bateman against true, Miami. Start him against Miami. Y'all be on the ride with me. We'll be, a, you know. That's why Devontae Freeman is the guy actually going to pick up all those. Thursday night points. I'm telling you, dog. Okay. For okay. so that stream, stream. Yeah, I don't know about that. Devonta Freeman, he's a touchdown bullshit. But yeah, that's exactly. Um, look at what, look how it, how well it works for James Conner. Yeah. Well, okay, he got all the touches sometimes. last season or last game, but still. Yeah, I mean, I hope Bateman can get in the end zone this week. You know, that's what he's been lacking. So we need a big touchdown from him this week. But I think he'll get it. You know, Miami's horrible, so. That shouldn't be, too, shouldn't be too difficult of a task to accomplish. And then that leads into the guy from my tight end start of the week who couldn't stop scoring yesterday on Monday Night It was football. weird. You know, also Ralph Ferrymuth from the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Detroit Lions. I think he's safe as a, you know, at least five catches. He gets around like seven targets a game, which is, you know, very healthy and safe. Yeah, I don't know why they you why would they move him back to the bench when Ebron comes back? I think Ebron's like almost in my opinion, I would waive him, but I don't know if they're gonna do that. But you know, don't be surprised if Ebron gets waived because you got a rookie that's playing so well right now. And I think he's, you know, has a spot and he's he, him and Ben got a connection in the end zone like he did with Heath Miller. So that's something it hasn't that been it's beautiful. No, I so agree. I love it. I agree. I agree. Fire move, man. It's because Ben can't throw to yeah, so guess for it's... some reason. So he <laughs> it off to Najee. He gives some passes to Deontay, and then he gets – stop hating, bro, about quarterback. Also, they eat hate, together. They, they eat together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. They all eat together. Fire move. Okay. Najee from his non-existent mm-hmm. home. Yo, I hope – yo, okay. Let, I, I'll do say that after, but I'll say what I was about to say after, but let me just get to my tight end pick. We're still doing snake. So this week, I, I, I'm having Schultz, Dalton Schultz versus from the Cowboys against the Falcons as my start of the week. Okay, um, I, Schultz had a great uh, week last week against, um, albeit a, a tougher defense. 
Okay, I think he had like fifty-four yards. I mean, his. I think he he had the second most re- receptions. I don't know, but either way, this is against the Falcons who are who suck. Okay, and um, I believe that they're going to be leading the game, and it's because it's going to be through Dalton Schultz. The receiving core is just it's just too good. And um, where was I going with this? Sorry, I started thinking about something else. Dalton Schultz, everybody, congratulations! Crap, I had one. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it off. Just go. All right. <laughs> off my head. Jesus Christ. I was thinking about something else and I, I totally lost track of what I was saying. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off and I'm gonna say start Noah Fant versus the Eagles. We we'll see if he actually plays. If he doesn't play, that might be even more interesting. If you're desperate, you're in that 14 man league, you're in that 12 man league, your tight end is you know John Smith or something like that, and um, or whatever, right? And you need a guy that could just give you some kind of upside at this point. Let's say like, oh, okay, like you have one of the tight ends from the players that are on by, like Uzoma or, you know, Cole Komet or Evan Ingram, God forbid. But now you can pick up this guy. Um, I don't even, I, I, I won't pronounce his name. It starts with an O. That's all I'm going to say. His name that starts with an O. And you should pick him up. You should start him against Philadelphia because Philadelphia is the worst when it comes to tight ends. They're one of the worst teams when it comes to tight ends. And I'd, I'd literally just start anyone against them for that. So there you go. You got your stack basically with the Colts, Wentz and Pittman, and you got your stack with Javante and Noah Fant. Yeah, or, if anybody was okay. betting, I would put all my money on Philly and uh, Jacksonville this week. You know, usually when I'm out, it goes the exact opposite. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, we'll just start with our sits now. You know, very natural uh, transition here. Of course. Yeah, the highest of quality, you know, nothing yeah. less, Only nothing more. If he sponsor us. Just like the Dolphins quarterback room, which is my sit for this week. I'm not sure if two is playing or not. I'm not really sure what's happening in Miami nowadays, but whoever is playing, I would not play them at all. Even if you're desperate, I would not look at their situation. I want to start him. I think people have tried starting to the last few weeks and I don't know how that's been going for them. I know he had a couple of good weeks. Like I know, I don't know about last week though. So uh, yeah, I would, yeah, I would just not start to it. That's fair. I'm going to go back and forth. I keep going back and forth on this guy and that's fair, but this time I'm going to have him as my sit of the week. It's Kirk Cousins versus the LA Chargers. Kirk had a great game against the Ravens, which was kind of unexpected. We, I think we listed him as one of the sits of the week, and he went pretty well. It's mainly helped by one of – he got a quarterback sneak for a rushing touchdown, which probably really aided his stats. But at the same time, I think, again, the game plan against the Chargers is to run the ball. It's not to pass because they're a great passing defense but a poor running defense. And what they're going to do is that they're going to – have the best running back, one of the best running backs in the game in Dalvin Cook, and they're going to run it all over the Chargers, which means that Cousins won't have to pass as much. I'm not saying that he's not going to be like a terrible option because eventually the Chargers are going to have to put up a lot of points and they're going to have to, you know, Cook is going to have to sling it eventually. But 
I just okay. don't see it happening. I don't. I think it's a poor uh, play this week. And I would. And I want to. I kind of want to mention something that you know you kind of touched on at the beginning is that you know Kirk Cousins was your start last week, right? And no, uh, he was or, my start two weeks ago against two the weeks Cowboys. ago, right? Sorry. So you know you started him last two weeks, or well, even if you started him last week, right? He had a good week for you. I think with these quarterbacks or with any position that you're streaming, especially like kickers and defenses and quarterback, those are the big three positions that you're probably streaming, and you can kind of sneak your tight end depending on who's in there, right? Week to week, you don't want to you know really fall in love with the player. Even if they have a good week for you, you know, if the next matchup for them is not good, just move on from them, you know, they might have had a great week for you last week. And, you know, it's it is what it is. But that's why they're, you know, we have the starts and sits every week is because, you know, the next week there's a bunch of different quarterbacks that are going to have better matchups and probably play better. So you don't have no, you know, love, any love loss for these guys that, you know, like Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Tua, you know, the Matt Ryan, you know, when they have a good week and you're on your team, you ride high with them. Next week, they got a hard matchup, cut them right away, you know. Don't, yeah. like, you know, have too much love for them because they had a couple good weeks for you or one good week, you know. Facts. Yeah, no yeah. And I I still – I haven't perfected that, you know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big lover and not a hater. But I'm going to hate right now, bro. Piss off Mahomes, Okay. He's not going to have a good week this week. I'm sitting him versus the Raiders. The Raiders have their number, bro. And even though everything has been crazy in Las Vegas, it's still going to go crazy. It's going to go crazy. It's going to be crazy for Mahomes because his brother is going to be TikToking away. His wife is also going to be joining him. And it's just going to be distracting. It's just going to distract him from the, uh, the Raiders game. I feel bad for him. He's probably just trying to win football games. And, and, it's, a, and it's in the black hole, so you know. It's not a thing anymore. Well, it's, okay. Let, it's is it really not? It's kind of. A thing. I mean, they're a different type of black hole now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Patrick Mahomes. I just want to bring this up. You know, he's had the last three games: seven points against the Titans, fourteen points against the Giants, ten points against the Packers. These are smash starts, and I don't know what's exactly. wrong, but something's happening. And it's and he, it's not any better against the Raiders. Let me that they have his number. Past two and, seasons, I think. Yeah, definitely. And he's, you know, he's like one of those, if you're one of those guys who love looking at the projections, you got to stop starting Mahomes for sure because he's never living up to those expectations no. right now. And he's, I wouldn't you know, expect it this season. Yeah, this definitely. Season. And these these apps aren't going to tell you that Mahomes is really going to average 15 this week. You know, he's not going to average 23 every week. You know, but they're not going to tell you that. So, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. definitely yes. don't fall in love with the player. Look at the stats and their matchup. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with my running back sit of the week, and it is going to be DeAndre Swift versus Pittsburgh. <gasps> yeah. Right off the bye week. And <gasps> they're still going to lose, unfortunately. Actually, the weird thing is, I feel the most confident if I had to pick a Lions win, and I know it's going to hurt G, it would be this week against the Steelers. Why? Because I've it's noticed this yeah, is something we do. It's something you guys do where you guys play to the level of competition and then you end up losing for some reason. You know, we almost lost it last week. We had to slide the rest of money and take yeah. care of some PIs and some roughing the passes for us and yeah. it came out. And if it was at Detroit, I would probably I would pick the Lions to win if it was at Detroit. Because the Steelers, you have two factors in the Steelers upset loss. You have 
bad team, and you're also on the road. They almost lost to the Jaguars last year, and I remember that game because I watched every single Jaguars game last year with James. <laughs> James. <laughs> and if it again, if it was on the road, I would pick the Lions, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to barely happen. DeAndre Swift is not going to get the garbage time minutes that you expect. I think Pittsburgh understands that there's really no one to kind of game plan against. What are you going to do? Like, I would literally let Goff throw it deep and then see what happens. But I'm covering, you know, TJ Hawkinson. I'm covering DeAndre Swift. And I think the game is going to be somewhat close enough where they're not going to get those garbage time minutes to DeAndre Swift and they're going to have to game plan. We don't, we don't blow teams out like that. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't blow teams. Yeah, we will definitely let them compete. <laughs> I don't think you heard what I said, but okay. No, I didn't. I did not hear what you said. Okay, I think Matt heard it, but let's just let's. Just... <laughs> All right, for my, sit, for my sit, I got a Harris, <gasps> and I'm not talking Najee. Oh, I'm dang it. Damien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought. You thought I no, uh, no, no, I already knew because of the matchup, stupid yeah. bum. Okay, all right, buddy. This is your guy, isn't he? You're getting mad again. Last week, I told you not starting them <laughs> weak-ass Patriot receivers because they ain't catching the ball until their quarterback can't throw. This is this is sort of the same thing. Damon Harris is not really the most productive running back on the team. Every week, it's it's someone else that's doing a little bit of you know of it all for them. This week, it was Bolden, right? Is that his name? Brandon Bolden. Yeah, he's playing decent for them. And then a couple of weeks ago, it was Ramondre Stevenson or whoever it is. You know, Damon Harris is just not that guy in the backfield. And again, it's a terrible matchup against Cleveland. You know, I, um, if there was a running back that was really good on the waiver wire, I'd even almost say Damon Harris is cuttable and to replace him with that running back. Bro, but, you know, that's a if hot Joe, take. If Joe Mixon, if Joe Mixon can score two touchdowns on this Browns defense, I mean, yeah, on this Browns defense, Damon Harris, a far superior. Damon Harris is not that good. Bro. Running back. The same Joe, Joe Mixon sucks, dude. That oh guy is a dude. wash. Why no, do you think that? Watching the game. Like properly. if he was good, the Bengals would be a great team because all they need is a great run, right? And no, then no. then it'd be impossible to stop them because they already have Joe their Mixon deep threats. The best and they, on the, and they on already all they already have Joe Burrow. All they need is a good running. They like, have a awesome. great running game. No, back. they the run game. No, they don't, dude. He is awful. All right, buddy. Compared to David Harris. Compared to David All Harris. right, buddy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Let me okay. take this a, a step further with this nonsense. Egregious, yeah, egregious nonsense that you're spitting out. Okay. And let me just tell you, CMC is not that guy this week, okay? What? <clears throat> oh my god. Right. I mean, last you week. Say that? Last week he had a he had a great game. I mean he he had a decent like fantasy. I think he scored like ten how many points? Yeah, uh, about ten. Yeah, like about yeah ten points for uh for PPR. And so I mean that's against the the Patriots whose defense isn't as good as like it has been in previous years. And um, this is against the Cardinals who are out there to win something and to prove something right now. And um you know this would be his second game back from injury. And I just wouldn't trust him this week against the Cardinals, who really are just on the top of the game. Um, and I think, well, it changes everything with JJ. Like if JJ Watt was like still healthy, it'd be even worse. Like you would have to pick. This is a guy you would pick up off the waiver, somebody off the waiver 
didn't start him this week, but yes. You a waiver guy over Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Wow. So mm-hmm. you're saying like a Dearness Johnson, who might be the only guy in the room, versus Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Dearness. Yes, All sir. Right. All right. Bold take. We like it. Bold take. All right. I'm going to go in similar fashion with Panthers here for my wide receiver sit of the week. I'm going DJ Moore versus the Arizona Cardinals. Gav's right. The Cardinals have something to prove. They steamrolled my Niners with their beast team and, uh, now they're going to take on a team like the Panthers who are struggling right now because they don't have their offensive identity because Sam Donald has literally just lost all of the mojo he had in three games. Um, McCaffrey's still coming back from injury, and that has made the wide receivers suffer so much. Robbie Anderson, I hope, is off your team because he is doing nothing for you. And DJ Moore is just borderline. He's unplayable right now, rest of season. And that's what I say for some of these sits of the week, they start to become like sits of the season because the trends are showing like Antonio Gibson has an injury and you probably shouldn't like keep on starting him. Khalil Herbert, he has like, he's going to have David Montgomery coming back. Sits of the week, like this is my sit of the week and maybe the sit of the season because if Donald doesn't get it together, then you got a backup quarterback probably starting, PJ Walker. And, you know, he might be great, but I don't think he's going to return you to that same starting caliber levels that, you know, we expected from DJ Moore coming into the season. What we saw from him with the past, like the first three games, it has just been really rough and it's not going to get better against a top ranked defense like Arizona. Sit him, sit him, sit him, sit all of those guys. I can, yeah. uh, I can attest to that. I have a question for you, Matt, about benching DJ Moore. So, you know, if one of our listeners at home has him right now, right? I do in one of my leagues. So I want to ask you, so who what would you do? So if you had the choice, I have a bunch of like waiver wire guys and, you know, I have DJ Moore. So I can name a bunch of the guys I have and you tell me which one I should start over DJ Moore or should I still start DJ Moore? I have Rashad Bateman. I have Elijah Moore. I have I have Darnell Mooney, but he's not playing this week. He's on by. And I have Lavishka Chenault. So those are my four options, including DJ Moore. <laughs> you are if Darnell me. Mooney. If Darnell Mooney was playing, I would start him. If Darnell Mooney was starting playing, yes, I would start him. Um, you said Elijah Moore? Mm-hmm. Yes, Buffalo. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You probably. honestly just, just roll over and die, right, Matt? Just probably not. Probably not Elijah Moore. But he did have two touchdowns. That's the thing. He had two touchdowns against the Colts. So I imagine it's garbage time. Who else are the other options? Then we have LaVishka Chanel, and I have Bateman starting right now. And I have DJ Moore on the bench. I'd have Bateman over Moore. And I would have... um, It's against the Colts. Yeah, I'd I'd throw in Chanel. I'd be okay with it. It's a 50-50. I'd rather have DJ Moore, dude, honestly. Just, Just play him. Yeah. If it's PPR, like PPR, he, he's always going to get targets regardless. I think he goes Bateman, Moore, Chenault, Elijah. I'd say Elijah over Chenault, actually. But, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Those, are, those are the type of decisions we make in fantasy football, though. The thing is, like, he's such a name. Like, he's a name value. You could try to trade him, try to get some, like, schmuck who thinks, oh, it's just a down, like, month for some reason. He's like, oh, but he's still DJ Moore. I would trade him for like a Mike Williams 
he's trying to he's struggling on his own right now. But I feel like the rest of the season outlook for Mike Williams looks better right now just because he has a he has a solution at quarterback. There's no inconsistency there. There's Justin Herbert's there. there like, no solution. Yeah. <laughs> like Sam Darnold is just not the answer. And they yeah, owe yeah. him eighteen million dollars guaranteed next year. And that's just okay. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the insight there about DJ Moore. And, you know, that's, you know, some of the decisions you're going to have to make as a fantasy owner about what players you're going to start and sit through the weeks, name brand versus quality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one guy who's, you know, a decent name brand guy and should see a bigger target share this week. But I just still have him as a sit this week as Jarvis Landry, even though Adele's out and their offense looked a lot better. Jarvis still isn't very reliable as a safe receiving option at, you know, a wide receiver two or even a flex option. So I think the Patriots defense against the Browns is going to be definitely a run versus run type of game. And Jarvis Landry is not really going to be involved too much. And you've seen that for the downfield, big plays, they like to go to Donovan Peoples-Jones. So Jarvis is just sole reliance on volume. And there's not much volume there. Donovan Peoples-Jones is a really sneaky ad right now. It is really interesting because I have my eye on him. That's all I'm going to say. One more good week, and next week we could be talking about him for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, like you said, might be want to be a week early on him. Peoples-Jones, really? Yeah. Okay, anyway. He was from Michigan, right? I've had his, my eye is on he? him ever since Michigan. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. Well, anyway, my sit of the week at wide receiver is A.J. Brown against the Saints. And it's uh, there's really no reason I need to explain. Next. That's fair. That's a fair point. You're right. Uh, it's the Saints. And it's yeah. a lot of more, bro. It's over. That's fair. That's fair. It's going to be a good matchup there. Yeah. Really no, it's not. Whoever, whoever the Falcons wide receivers were. I don't know who it was. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, actual Russell Gage probably he he popped off on fantasy. Did he? Yeah, he had like thirteen points. I know, I know that off. guy. Zaccade. That's good. Russell Gage. Uh, Cordell yeah. Patterson had that down the streak down the field. Um, in the in the under I, like a minute. But that's I a running love back. Cordero Patterson. It's ridiculous. Every week, I'm like, how the hell does he do it? How the hell does he get double digits every week? Because I'm just like. I want. I look at the stats, and then I'm like, okay. And then when I actually watch his games, I still don't understand why. Every week, it's just like, how the hell does he get double digit points? It's ridiculous. Yeah, feel you on that, dude. Anyway, it's it. because I love it. It's funny. Garbage time. Falcons <laughs> are garbage time. That's a garbage time team, bro. I mean, they it's won. Not. That's not garbage time. No. All right. He's not just a top ten running back. He's like Christian McCaffrey. Can you can you older? Can you chill, bro? All right. He's nice, man. He's not. No other no other team is going streaks down. No, no, Silla lying on the right side of the running back. No other team needs to. Yeah, no one. I guess that's true. Okay, so I'll start it off for uh, the tight ends of the week that you want to sit. Um, I actually had someone initially put as my uh, sit of the week, but then I realized that the um, other person that I mentioned beforehand previously in the podcast is going to get shut down, and 
Kittle might actually have a good game. So I'm going to switch it to uh, – what's his – oh, my God. I'm, it's just so – just so you guys know, um, there's a time difference between me and the, the rest of the podcasters. I live in uh, the East Coast, and right now it's currently 10, and I am tired. But uh, Kels is my sit of the week. There you go. I'm get, I got to it, okay? Um, uh, what's it called? It's against the, the Raiders, and I just told you they have the Chiefs numbers, and um, – uh, it's it's Mahomes isn't really doing. They haven't been playing good at all. So you know, you're expecting like maybe 50, 20 points out of him. I just wouldn't expect as much as you would think. Yeah, Tariq Hill is that guy you would want to start this week for them. Yeah, if you're if you're right about Mahomes, you're gonna be right about Kelsey. So yeah, yeah, they're a tandem. Yeah, and my pick right next week is Tyler Higby against San Francisco. He is a pretty hot start. Um, kind of sizzled out the last couple of weeks. Now he's just, you know, randomly has good games. And I don't think this is going to be – this is going to be one of them. I think Fred Warner is really a bad matchup for him. So, yeah, you know, Niners always have the Rams number. They always get outcoached. And Rams always look like shit. So, against, at least against the Niners. So, we'll see what happens. And definitely don't think Tigby's uh, a playable option this week. Just, just can I just like real quick, like we shouldn't probably have a tight end like sit of the week because don't we all feel bad for tight ends regardless? Like if this is like a struggle, why do we need to be purposely sitting? Most of them are sits anyways. Man. Yeah, right. It's they basically horrible. don't don't pick up. Just don't yeah. pick up. Honestly, let's start removing tight end position from a uh, fantasy and just put in another like flex position. <laughs> that's just but, yeah, it's that's the fun. You got to you got to get the intellect down. You got to That's true. Do all the numbers, gotta, do all too. the research. That is, that's you gotta, true. You're going to start, you know, you're going to start Tyler Higby. As a Patriots fan, always wants the easy way out. Uh, no, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying, well, you can always start Hunter Henry. That guy's uh, he's that guy, he's Mac Jones's favorite buddy at, at breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yep. It's also another inexplicable uh, I don't understand it. Either way, I am sitting Dallas Goddard versus Denver. Dallas Goddard has been great as an option so far just because Zacherts has freed him, and now he can finally do everything he wants. Um, and Jalen Hurts, like, that's his primary target usually is Dallas Goddard. It's hard to find a really good primary target for the Eagles that you would actually like, but if I had to choose any of them, Goddard would be your guy. But not this week against Denver because Denver is one of the best teams against tight ends. And Dalton Schultz put up a respectable game against the, um, against the Broncos, but that was mostly because of garbage time. And I think one really long reception in garbage time. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it working in Jalen Hurts' favor this week. I think the weird thing is that Jalen Hurts is I, – I almost had him as my sit of the week. And Hertz that's sucks. because it's if it's a competitive game, Hurts sucks. If it's a mm. – Game where he's blown out and he's doing some garbage time stunts, I would say, I would say he's, he's got nothing. Confidence. He's a Matt Ryan, bro. I'm telling you, it's weird. He's a Matt Ryan with legs. Yeah, so that, that works even more. And because that, that that's more fantasy points, really. Dude, he underthrows everything. I'm telling you, he's horrible. He's, he's like a worse Lamar. Throw the ball properly. He's a worse Lamar, bro. I had him briefly last year in like a waiver wire pickup, and I got to watch his games, and I'm like. I don't know, like this dude. It's terrible, and he's like, and I have twenty points though. <laughs> like it's hard to watch, but you know, you just you live with the results if it gets you the victory. 
You just yeah. need to go back to the gym. Just keep working out, dude. Promise you it'll work out for you. <laughs> yeah, it no. fixes everything, right? Of course. <laughs> what about All right. Those are our starts and sits of the week. We actually do have one question in from Fantasy Football Ooh, Council. I like these questions. Yeah. As always, you can always uh, tweet at us um, with the hashtag FF Council, and we will get to your um, tweets either by DMing you, replying, or talking in this podcast about you. So, um, Mason Bachner, I want to say, said, half PPR, 10-man league, trade mm-hmm. my Antonio Gibson for Javante Williams straight up. There is no way that that person gives you that. No way yeah. that they give you that? Yeah, there's no way. But if you could take it, dude, I would take that instantly. That's selling on name hype. I, I would do it. Too. Yeah, I would do it 100%. Like, Antonio Gibson has been such a letdown. And uh, it's just the oh, fact yeah. that they have um that other guy running back. I forgot his Jerry name. McKissick. But, yeah, Kissick McKissick. He takes away all of the freaking receiving yards, dude. Yeah, but I mean, same thing goes for Melvin Gordon. He steals a lot of the load just running and receiving. But there's more upside for Javante, I feel like, dude. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that. You know, it's been a very disappointing season for Gibson. I don't think anybody would try to defend him this year. No. But, you know, he is a good, uh, you know, if the other person's probably looking at it as a good buy low candidate coming off the buy, he's probably as healthy as he's going to be. And, you know, yep. so if you're, you know, looking to buy low, it makes sense. But I would definitely just get rid of him while you can. There's nothing going to happen there. Well, honestly, I would try to sell Gibson for higher if you could, you know, sell on name value. You can probably get someone more, you know, some people that are like a little know. bit worse off. The thing is, like, who who would you have in mind? Like, um, who is a sleeper like... that I would pick up? Um, like, I would trade for Mike, dude. Like, you know, if it, oh, he said half people, yeah, I would trade for Mike. You know, like the Mike, um, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, yeah. There's no way, no one's gonna do that though. No, see, but the thing is, why would they give up? Why would they give Javante? Well, I mean, I guess that's almost believable, but. I'd say Javante, like, okay, first of all, yes, accept the trade. Um, I mean, let's throw some names out here. What about DeAndre Swift? Would you trade him for DeAndre? Hmm. I feel like, I think, yeah, I think DeAndre Swift has an easier schedule coming up too, so. Okay. Gibson or Saquon Barkley? Oh, oh, no, dude, I don't know. Let me look up the Giants' schedule. I don't know because – I mean, everyone everyone can agree that Saquon is just such a he's his talent is just out of this world. But I don't know. He's just like. But at the same point, like looking at the schedule, is it going to make a difference when you're betting on the Giants or the Washington football team? No, actually, playing. you know that's true. Well, okay, but listen, to this yeah, the Giants have a horrible, horrible schedule upcoming. They play the Bucks next, the Eagles, uh, the bad? Dolphins. No, dude, the Bucks is like the best run defense. Well, yeah, the Bucks are great, but I, I see three plus matchups. I see Eagles, I see Dolphins, I see Chargers. The yeah. rest are kind of hard, but yeah. I mean, I'd say I'd yes. I'd, I'd take Saquon. I would rather keep um, Gibson because it's it, they're only playing. Okay, this is oh you're t- this is Washington. I'm talking about Washington now. Gibson only plays the Panthers, Seahawks, Raiders, boys, and the Eagles. Yeah, that's, that's light work. Matchups it's and better. I feel like it's Panthers, better than Panthers are tough. 
Seattle is Panthers are not crazy. tough, dude. Because you I'm... gotta think of it like what game is he gonna be super involved in in any of those type of matchups? Like he's not gonna get the garbage time late receiving that goes to JD McKissick. He gets like the early first and second down trying to you know start the game off with the run type carries, you know, and they're really in the game for like a quarter and a half. So like how long is he gonna, you know, like be useful for you before Jane McKissick just comes in? Uh, it's just, uh, um, it's just the strength of schedule. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna base it off of. That's fair. Yeah, because I know everyone knows Saquon is amazing, but you know, it's just not in the heart of the cards right now. I mean, I'm, I would personally sell on Gibson for whatever offer I would got, but you know, yeah, I'm I'll give, even... I'll give you two more. I'll give you two more. I'll give you Gibson for Fournette. Fournette. Oh, a hundred percent. Dude, and we were talking about. I was hyping up the um, the 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 Buccaneers run game. Like they needed to set one up, and dude, Fournette has been producing. I think only last week was like down week, and that's one of the week they didn't run the ball. So if anything, you know, if they want to win and really like you know control the game, they're gonna go back. Yeah, I'm, I hope everyone listened and tried to pick up Fournette beforehand because that is such a big win yeah. if you got him. That's a great buy, buy low candidate. Yeah. Well, I don't Last know if you can buy it for net low, but uh, Gibson, Damian Harris. Oh, oh, Damian Harris. Damian Harris. Yeah. Because they were the, the the Pats offense needs him. Wow. Okay, yeah. so the value is pretty low then. I'd say on Gibson. So I'm taking any offer, especially if it's a fat Okay, well, I would what take about, Harris. What about Miles Gaskin. <laughs> I would take Miles. No, Gaskin. no, I would not no, take no, Miles. No, I would not take no, no. Miles. You're tripping. <laughs> no, but let me finish. I would take Damon Harris and like a like a crap like a hidden gem. You know, you could try to take off the. I would take Damon Harris straight up. No, I would not take Damon Harris. I wouldn't take Damon Harris straight up. No, no, no. Gibson hasn't done anything. I well, but it's just drafting. name you just, value. You haven't done anything. You have to be greedy. I don't need name value. Not going to get anybody fancy wins. No like, but you can try you to trip, extra four points put, off name value. Put out the harder hitting trades, but then if you can't, then fine, dial it back, and you'll probably get something like a Damian Harris. Dude, just try to a, aim for that's the stars. A viable starting running back on a good week. What week are you going to start Gibson right now? I don't care who's his matchup is. Since you're starting me, you're not. If they play the Jets tomorrow, you're probably would still. Be I would start. With this honestly, I would oh, no, I would start him against the Jets. Of no, course, the, the, the boys, the, the Cowboys. No, I'm not starting him, bro. He's in the. <laughs> he's so far down my bench that I find people to put in my starting lineup before I even see his name pop up. Dude, the last week of I think uh, fantasy they play the Giants, so you know. I mean, I hope that you guys are right, and he figures out how to get involved in this offense, but. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that you're not gonna. You're, you're gonna keep a Gibson. I'm just saying try to sell him higher than what like everyone knows he's selling for right now. I mean, because it's I the think, name value. I it's take, just, sell, I take it straight up. I take it straight up trade. I don't know if I would haggle too much. Yeah. You don't want to lose him too quick. You know, you put because, one out. Because I oh, feel like he weeks, might yeah. then then he's gonna be like okay let me look at his stats and then he's like nope yeah anybody no. that looks at his stats are gonna click on that shit and be like god damn that's cool <laughs> and I, then literally they're gonna look at their guy whoever you're offering you probably had a double digit week in at least I, the last four or five weeks and damn Gibson hasn't even done that so what are you gonna sell on like he had like, like a good good game week two when he had like two touchdowns <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, um, that's a thing. Damian Harris, I think, is 
I would take that in a heartbeat. I just like hearing him. I just like hearing you hype up Damon Harris. So you played into my trap card regardless. He's on bench, so like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he goes to the quick jab. Quick jab, bro. Hey, I still won that one. Okay. Yeah, 27th rank running back is definitely better than the <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. This is because the Patriots are, you know, they're still recovering from the uh, Tom Brady years. Whatever. What is that going to take? Uh, uh, no, next year, next year, next Gav's year. Gav's got enough excuses for a lifetime. Next year, hey, yo, dude, I told you we were gonna be, I, we're a, we're just one game away from being on the top of uh, our our division. There's two full divisions that are better than you. I'm just talking about. Look, North listen, the whole AFC. Can we just keep it in our own division, like AFC East? Okay, dude. You guys aren't even at the top of your freaking division, bro. Can you can you just chill? We would be number We're one in your game. division. You, you do realize that, right? Because we've beaten the Bills. Dude, you would not be number one. Well, you beat the Bills. Okay, fine. And that means but the Bills are way better. We would have to play the Browns. We would have to the play Bills the Bills are way play better. Patriots. And it was like, the first week of, or like the second Patriots. week. Okay, it was Patriots. all cap. <laughs> it was all flash. Okay, listen. Patriots are one game away. Okay, and the Bills are just one loss away from giving it away to the Patriots. And they're playing the Jets, dude. On on, so you already know it's gonna go down. You know they lost what, to the what's Jaguars. Go down a blowout. The Bills, yeah, the Bills are gonna go down to the Jets, dude. You know you, they lost to the Jaguars. Okay, they only lose to good. They only lose to bad teams. Yeah, they lose to good teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, let's end. Let's let's let's. They lost here. to the Titans. Okay. okay. Yeah, that'll wrap it up for this episode of Sports Council. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Bay Council, as well as um, follow that. Yes, subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon Music. Uh, That'll wrap it up. Thank you so much, and goodbye. Later, guys.